What's up, everybody? Health, growth, <laughs> finances. I love when you're on the intro. Jobs. Yes. Security. What? What, what are you doing? Uh, are you listing all the things we lost shows, in 2020? 2020. What's echoing? Oh, sorry. The, this thing is still on here. I'll fix it. Gr- there you go. Did I already say growth? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're measurement. Da- you're nailing it. Babe. Fear. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Hey, of everyone, thank Jeremiah. you for tuning in to this week's episode. <laughs> Why are you roasting me? Welcome to another episode of O Jeremiah Talks, where we dive in deep to health, satisfaction, guaranteed. Sorry, I don't do intros yeah, ever. Yeah. Uh, we. You're gonna keep that? Yeah, I don't know yet. Sure. Uh, we are wrapping up the year 2020. This is our last podcast of the year. Uh, and we're going to go into a coffee shop and plan the next year of podcasts. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna spend about 10 minutes and just really knock it out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So this year we get back, we have um, some deep conversations about what this year held for us and what we have to look forward to in 2021. Feelings wheel. Do we keep it? Yes. So let us know what you liked from this year of the podcast. Uh, as always, we I want to remind you, we are on Patreon. It is more of... Of the podcast, there is more exclusive music stuff. It's all at ojeremiahtalks.com if you want to know more. It is literally the best way to support a band that you like, I promise. Yes. A free way is rating and reviewing us. Yes. That's all great In information. In a kind way. That'd be cool if it was like a nice way. Five stars, baby. Okay. No, I didn't have to say that. No, no, you did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ojeremiah Talks about 2021. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will get together. Yeah. Jeremiah? Well, I don't want to start this on a controversial topic, but what you just said uh, made set me wonder. Off. It set me off. I feel a little bit uh, a little bit triggered. Oh, Should no. we throw the Christmas tree away before we leave? I know. I kind of I, I kind of thought that too. So Aaron just told us super fallen. Like it's very brittle. It's very brittle, which is fine. I don't think I'm watering it enough, and I also think that that tree just like hates us in general. Let's be honest. For some reason, every time you say watering the Christmas tree, I immediately have to be reminded. Oh wait, we have to water this living thing because I've never watered it. No, I'm super aware of that. Another thing that I just realized, and that I'm really disappointed about, I don't think we did feelings wheel last week on the podcast. Which sucks. Then let's start up right up top. Let's please. get into let's, the feelings. How do you feel? Uh, can I? You know how we always talk about how uh, bet- between you and I, Your I have. Beard looks nice. Thank you for saying that. I just trimmed my beard up because Sorry, in a face mean, mask. That was just a quick thing. I thought my goal was let's to not derail. My, no, no. Look, this is all. It's, it's all connected. I this know. is how what I feel. Heck? So. My thought was I was going to hide the best beard of all time under a mask. And then whenever pandemic was over, it's like, ha I'm young Santa. That that's, was my goal. That's kind of funny. But I, when you wear a, uh, when you have a beard and you wear a mask, you have beard face or you have mask beard, like bedhead. And yeah. it like hurts my face and it like, it's uncomfortable all day. Mm. And I just gotta, I just gotta do something different, you know? Yep. So I trimmed it down. Yep. I'm feeling very nice. I'm feeling very like professional and light and clean, light and clean, but it's also, I still have a beard, which yeah. is what very I nice. need. Thank you. Very nice. So that's how you're feeling. So going back to the feeling, feelings, Will, I always make the joke that I have a color, an emotional color palette of RGB. I've got my sad, I've got my happy, I've got my hungry. <laughs> and then I feel like you, my sweet, sweet Aaron, 
have a you have fuchsia and you have turquoise mm-hmm. and you have all these other colors. You always use those two examples. Yeah, those are the only two like special colors I know. So burnt sienna. What, what are some is. more? Um, tangerine. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's my favorite. But I feel like you have such a more just like varied emotional palette because I walked in and you said, I'm having a great day. And then you spent the next 15 minutes complaining. <laughs> so it was very confusing for me. So yeah. l- you tell me how you feel. Gosh, I don't even know because I've had like, Gosh. I've had a really... Sorry, you you never said golly, golly, golly. I've had a really productive day, but it's also been and I've been very focused. Like if I which is good for me, if I have a task at specifically at home is whenever I can derail the most it whenever I'm at the co-working space that I help run. Like I have like all I have in front of me are the multiple tabs on my laptop. But at home I have. Physical tabs everywhere, if you will, so if I could will. do something everywhere. But today, if I've picked a task to do, I've been able to follow through with it completely, which is good. That and means that counts as I'm having a good day. That counts as like I'm focused and I'm like driven today, which feels good. Yeah. I started a new workout app today, which felt really good. Peloton. Uh-huh. And then... Wait, can we be more specific? We do not have a Peloton bike. No. Did you know that you can do, for twelve ninety nine a month, you can... uh you can get the app, which has, like, home workouts that, I mean, obviously there's, like, a biking category, like the cycling one, but there's others. Like, I did a, what was the, total body strength or upper body strength workout, and I love them because it's, like, 20 minutes. So, like, I can go on my run, and then I can go come back and do, like, a 20-minute something. What are you laughing at? Just this microphone How it's like falling. Is, it hates me. Well, no, it's just funny because watching you be like, wait, wait, do I, do I, oh, no, this is what I wanted to see. If you would know how to get it to where you wanted it. Do you feel good with that? With that? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, but I saw you like talking and then the at- microphone was stand was giving you attitude and you were like, how do I navigate this? But One anyway. time we played a show in San Fran and I was playing violin and my microphone gradually fell the whole time. Do you remember that? Uh, no. At Kevin's. Oh, at Kevin's house. thing. Got it. Anyway, so... So, yeah, I, I think I'm focused and driven today, which is encouraging. Um, How nice to yourself are you being? Not very nice. Okay. You yeah, want to go like into I'm, that? Uh, I don't know why. No, I, I guess I'm – here's here's what's happening. We, like, dove into major, like, health stuff last week, and I'm still coming off of, like, the initial discovery of all of those things. Yeah. And I feel like I'm on – Here's the thing. I had blood work done, neurotransmitters tested, and my hormones tested all with, and I got results back all within the same week. A lot within of twenty four hours, I got results back. I thought because I don't get blood work done very often, I haven't needed to, fortunately. And hormones, I get tested once every like three years. I basically do it whenever I'm feeling anxious or depressed. Like I'll get those tested and see what needs to be balanced, but. Getting all of those done at once was helpful, but also just really heavy for me because I thought it was going to be a window into my (laughs) insides and how to navigate those things really well and how to care for myself or continue to care for myself well. But instead, it became like a, hey, warning, warning, um... If you don't take care of yourself, this could happen. Yeah, definitely. You got way more um, 
into your family tree because of it. Yeah. Like, oh, this could happen because my aunt had this and because of my grandmother had that. And, yes. And it and it I think everything came back as relatively great news. Mm. Well, so, sorry, in my opinion, it's like Oh, it, you, your cholesterol is a little high. All we got to do is just like, you know, just like adjust or whatever. But I feel like you've thought and thought and thought to where it, there's like a new narrative in your head of like how it, you came back bad news. Mm. Do you not feel that way? I see what you're saying, but like numbers aren't lying and like I'm not making this up. No. And no. I don't think I'm being overdramatic either. No, no. And I'm sorry if I if I said anything resembling that. What I mean is just... It, it's really easy to let your mind wander into worst case scenario. Yeah. And I definitely like took it there, but it's also like I have numbers for pre existing or I have numbers. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I could, share, I don't think I want to share everything, but like because of my family medical history and like bad genes, I guess, and like my hormone results all. In the green, which is amazing. That's that, great news. That means that I've been doing what I am supposed to be doing in terms of diet and supplements in that world. Neurotransmitters, not great. A couple of those were super off, but manageable if I get on supplements. But that also equals more money to spend on that. Um, and then uh, blood work numbers. were The, the blood work was what, what I was expecting to not have to worry about the... The mo- the least. What am I trying to say? Like I wasn't expecting to worry about whatever there was those results. Got it. Back. Yeah. And then those are actually the numbers that I'm like now most concerned with. Yeah. And my nutritionist and everyone are so. It is just kind of scary of like, oh man, like I'm right on the cusp of like having to worry about this for like, like this is the rest of my life now as I have to plan and think in a different way. Yeah, for sure. And now. My mom made a really good point. She's like, you know, Erin, you're 29 years old and you have all this information given. Like, whenever I was your age, I, we never got that kind of stuff tested. Like, we yeah. didn't know. And people our age, unless you have something going wrong with you, you're not really getting your blood work done. Yeah. Um. So I'm fortunate that I'm catching it early and I think I can reverse some stuff, which is hopeful. But it's also like a... I'm literally having to like completely cut out some food groups. Yeah. Which is um which is hard especially in the middle of December. <laughs> yeah. So making some like gradual changes, I'm really thankful that I cut out gluten over a year ago cuz I have like the confidence in cutting out other things. Um and again, I mean, Gall, if you listened to last week's podcast, you know because of my background, because of my family and the research that we've done, like our first answer is not medicine. And Ever, so yeah. um, I, I, I'm i very aware that like, oh, whenever that happens, you can just get on medicine for that. And I hear that. I understand that. I do know that that might have to happen at some point in my life, but I'm going to do what I can to avoid that. Yeah. Because I, I think I can, I think like you said, I just got dealt a bad hand. And the thing that's the hardest is that it, like, it doesn't feel fair. Yeah. And I've always been like, because of like body image issues, I've always been in the mindset of it's not fair that there are people that get to eat whatever they want and they still are a size such and such or they don't have to worry about gaining weight in their hips or blah, blah, blah. 
I've always thought that that was not fair, but like I get over it and you're just like, ah, whatever. But now it's like, oh, that's not fair. And also (laughs) I'm going to eat clean and still have to eat cleaner because now I have genetics working against me in an internal side of things, not just a physical body image side of things. Right. And so, so it's just like a cluster and I'm irritated. Um, Finding all of that out at once was just really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I still, you know, I am an attorney, like just an optimist down to my very core. Mm -hmm. It just seems like good news to me that, you know, because nothing's different except that, you know, now, and that in itself is a good thing because now we can adjust. Mm -hmm. Whereas before you didn't you had no idea you were just like living on a path of ignorance and you were just like wow i am freaking crushing it and little did you know like oh hey just so you know there's some ways you could be better or whatever yeah um because it's so funny that i come from a family that gets their blood work checked only by like oh yeah i'm going out of the country or what you know like i have to do this because like we just would rather not know I think we're just like, oh, it's going to work out. Yeah. My family's all about preventing anything. And I think it's because of my sister. Yeah. Because your sister had like a ton of health stuff. Yeah. And but if she hadn't got all of her stuff figured out, like, I don't know if she'd be here. Yeah. And so we're all kind of like, let's get this figured out so that life can be easier for you. My mom is worried about, you know, whenever I get, I mean, it's years away, but like menopause was so bad for her. That she wants me to avoid having to go through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Um, and I think that, you know, I think that too is a good thing. Like preparing, like when I, even down to like the way that I work out, like I have friends that are like, I want to get so jacked that I'm like, I've got muscles on my eyebrows (laughs) and I just, I'm working out for 50 year old me. And for 60-year-old me, you know? Yeah. That, like, looking down the pipeline and being like, oh, this is something I could maintain. Mm -hmm. Like, when I see an older guy jogging on millage, I, like, see myself in that guy. I'm like, I hope that's me. Just, like, do it. Like, he's not trying to be, you know, Ryan Gosling, but he is definitely taking care of himself, which I think is is awesome. Yeah, and you can also, I could be judged, I think, no, I am judging hardcore, but you know the difference between the 50-year-old jogging in workout gear. Yeah. And the 60-year-old in regular clothes walking. Hmm. And I feel like you're and they're pretty walking pretty slow. Yeah. And you're like you were told that you needed to walk more. Yeah, there's definitely to, two very different As opposed to I've exercised my whole life. Yeah. And, and I don't want to not That's so judgmental because I'm not there. And I, I see that. I know that. I'm just, that's where my brain goes because I, like you, I'm like, whenever I'm 50, I want to be like, I have, I've maintained, I've, exercise has been just a part of my life. Right. Yeah. But, and it's also good on the guy that's walking because he was told he had to. Of course. Of you know, course. That's and I'm still not, awesome. Yeah, I'm not downplaying that at all. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just so stinking scary to go to the doctor like when i went to the doctor you know everybody kind of scared i was really scared like i thought my blood pressure was going to be really high because i was really nervous because i i watched the entire series of game of thrones in three weeks and i never got uncomfortable once (laughs) it's just like oh yeah this is yeah his head got cut off but i mean kind of deserved it you know or whatever and i just like it just doesn't bother me 
the second a needle is on screen, I get sweaty. Yeah. And I like this guy, the doctor comes in, he's like younger than I am. He's like a 28 year old or 29 year old or whatever. And he comes in and we're literally talking about Game of Thrones. So that's why I know I'm like, oh, we are way too similar for you to be poking me with stuff. But uh, he's like, all right, we're going to take your blood now. And then this girl. Wait, the nurse did it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then this this nurse comes in and uh, she she like sits me down and I pull up my arm sleeve and I'm talking to the guy and her he name. He stayed in there with you? He stayed in there with me. And why? He, oh, I didn't, I didn't know until you just said that, that. That's weird. But her name was Portia and Portia comes in. Okay. And I say, Portia, I hope you're not offended if I don't look at you while you do this. I am like borderline going to pass out. And she says, no, that's what everybody does. And then she, she gets down, I'm sitting down. So she gets on her knees to like draw blood and she immediately just starts like boasting about how good my veins are. And she's just like, these are like easy to poke amazing veins. Oh my gosh. You, but and, you take it as like a compliment. Well, like really had she not been me. eight months pregnant, I thought she would have been hitting on me. That's oh how much gosh. she was talking about my veins. And, uh, Chris, uh, uh, can I say the doctor's name? No, you're saying a lot of things. Yeah, so I am saying a lot of things. Uh, we'll call him C, uh, my doctor. Sure. Uh, was the whole time being like, yeah, I just don't like the way they handled season eight. <laughs> and then she's taking my blood and it was just like a lot. Um, What's your point here? It's really scary it's to go scary. to the doctor. Yeah. yeah, it's just really scary. Sorry, I wasn't I trying it. to be ugly. I was just, I was very confused. Your Game of Thrones tangent really got me. Well, it's just like we're talking about like these medieval sorcery TV shows. I'm getting yeah. blood drawn. It's just like a lot. You're scared, yeah. Scared. Um, so, well, yeah. I, so this kind of leads me to what I think that we should talk about. This is going to be our last podcast of the year. Yes. Because we are. Oh, yeah. A couple of reminders. I was going to do that at the start. Let me just do it right now. Okay. Well, you just said it, but this is our last podcast of the year. We are taking off the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's, which I think will be a good time for us to plan. We're going to kind of plan some more things for next year. Yeah. And what the podcast can grow into. Um, It's hard doing this. So we always record these on Monday. Mm -hmm. I edit them on Tuesday. We post them on Wednesday. Right. It's hard to kind of like think big picture Mm -hmm. when every week you're just like, okay, we got to do it now. We got to do that. So we're kind of, you know, seeing, do we want to get more guests on? Do we want to do like what? We're like, I'm going to be honest. We're considering. I don't even know what you're trying to say. Like. And I, I'm just, I mean, why not tell him? I'm considering like coming on weekly and doing like a Patreon bonus of like, you know, just like health stuff that I've learned in my life that's helped me um, yeah. that I can share with other people. Just I, part of me wants to make my health journey like public. Yeah. Um, To help other people. Yeah. If they're kind of like, if there's another 29-year-old out there that's like, I wanted to get my blood work done just to see how I was doing. And then they're like, what the, <laughs> you know, uh, didn't expect that to happen. So I don't know, I'm because I'm not like chronically ill or anything yet. So I'm just like, easy, sorry, easy. sorry, I know. But anyways, that's something we're considering. Um, I mean, you may have your own podcast in 2021. Like, like you may have a companion podcast, like, Hey, we're, you know, you've got your thing. And then on this one, we're talking to more musicians that are, you know, like, wait, really? Yeah. Like that, Mm -hmm. that's something that we could actually like sit down and plan. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we have the space for it. We just have to navigate it. You know, we have to figure out where it fits in our lives. And right now we don't really have the, the bandwidth 
to plan and execute. So we need to plan so that yeah. way we can execute, you know, like we are in, we need to have a season of rest so that way we can, you know, we were talking about the year of Jubilee yesterday and how, uh, on the seventh year, you don't, you don't harvest, you just like let the stuff grow. And I feel like right now we're in a similar place where it's like, we, we've gotten comfortable with the podcast. We need to take some time, let it be the three weeks we get off to come back and like come out swinging, you know? Yeah. It's just two weeks. Um, oh, two weeks. But sorry. yeah. Nine weeks. And no, uh, yeah, and I think also scheduling out what weeks we're going to take off and, like, see if we're going to do it in seasons or whatever. This is – it was kind of an experiment that's morphed into something that we have loved, like, regularly doing. Um, another thing is, like, we – if you rate us and review us on the podcast app, that would be – that's so helpful for us. Also, feedback on like, literally what we were just talking about, like, what – stuff resonates with you most like are we liking the you know talk about a musician to tv i mean we enjoyed that we're probably going to keep doing that but anyways yeah just let us i think what would be really awesome is if we got some feedback on what's uh what's helpful what's what's good for you because i i see it as like a service of like how can i help someone be heard or feel seen in an area do you know what i mean yeah of course so that's kind of always been my number one priority but yeah. So let's talk about, I think 2020 has been like hilariously a bad year for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, I don't know of anybody that's just been like, yeah, and it all fell into place in 2020. Yeah. Like, I think it's been like a hilariously bad year, but maybe a good way to, to kind of wrap up with the last episode is looking back on some of the things that we love from the year. Some of the things that we're looking forward to in 2021. Yeah. Like, let's, do, let's do like a recap. We released an album, our sophomore album, yep. Joymonger, in May. Yes, we did. That was one of our goals, and we did it. And we did it. That was that was one of our goals, and when I look back at it now, I would probably not release an album in a pandemic, now knowing what I know. Hmm. But we were half, we'd released I mean, four really. of the singles yeah. already, you know? So it was, it was basically our only option, and knowing that, you know, they they moved forward with the vaccine. So like we had emergency um, confirmation or whatever on the new vac the Pfizer vaccine. So like even now that the vaccine is going in, we're still looking at another year of this. Like, what are we not, are we supposed to never release an album until the pandemic's over, you know? No. So it was, it was as good a luck as we could have had given the circumstances, but I learned a ton from releasing a record the way that we released a record and recording a record the way we recorded a record. Uh, my only regret is that we didn't get to tour it, you know? Well, I mean... Like, I would have loved to get to play, like, Late Bloomer Live, you know? We did, like, three times. But yeah. it was just, you know, I bet every other artist wishes they could tour their new album, you know? Yeah, of course. But that was a great time. I We have been home this year more than we have been our entire relationship. I got on a sleep schedule. You got on a sleep schedule, which you haven't Which done? I've never had. Which you've never I've had. Always, well, since we've been here. Uh, you became a producer. Producer. Hello. Um, you did. Yeah. The first song that I produced all the way was my baby Jimmy and me to where I felt like, oh, I did this mm -hmm. and it made it on Joymonger. And we also did the spell and backwards heart mm -hmm. all went on Joymonger. But 
uh, this was more of a, how do I make this a part of my life? Because Jimmy, Jimmy and the spell that was like, oh, maybe I can like put this on a record somewhere or maybe that was an experiment that was very like testing the waters of, is this even something I want to do? And then this year you were like, no, like this is just the way things are going to, going to be like, this is just how it's going to happen. This is the, this is the way, you know? Yeah. Because, you know. You're out here making soundboards. Yeah. That's how I knew. Well, (laughs) I just, I realized that like. When I picture my life, you know, that we all have that moment right before we fall asleep and it's like, oh, this is what I picture perfection to be like. Mm. And I spent way too many nights picturing myself making records that it like it became like offensive that I didn't do more with it. Really? You know? Yeah. Because yeah. when I'm in the studio and I love JD, I love our producer. He's like one of my closest friends, but he's in Nashville and like we can't be heading out in a pandemic. So it like it started out as like we did one time this year we did one time this year and it was an amazing time and i can't wait to release that song that song is gonna be so much fun but it started out like a desire out of practicality because like oh we can't go to nashville because like nashville's locked down like athens is locked down or whatever yeah but then it like we started working on these new songs and i hated it like i was just like i was mean to myself you know, it's like when you learn how to ride a bike, you're like, everyone rides a bike. Why can't I do this? And then <laughs> for some whatever reason, it my head snapped into place and it just started being really fun. Because you kept doing it. Because I kept doing it. You pushed it. through the hard stuff. I, I don't know why, but as an adult, you think that you should automatically be good at a new skill. And I would say learning how to how to engineer and produce records is equally as difficult as learning an instrument. Like, yeah. And I'm the only thing I have it to compare it to are professional records. Yeah. So like it would be like picking up a violin for the first time, be like Mozart. It should be easier than this. Mm-hmm. But like I just I needed to be. I had like six months of hating myself producing, mm-hmm. and then on like the first day of the seventh month, it was like, oh wait, this is actually like kind of doable. Yeah. And I don't think had there been a pandemic, I would have had the space no. to do that. You wouldn't have been forced to have the patience for yourself to figure it out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you figured, I would have yeah. escaped to Nashville like one month in. No, I know. And I And it sucks or it's difficult because we work together, we do practically everything together. Like we're best friends. Anytime I know. Yeah. Hold my hand. No. Um okay. but like <laughs> like you all like so many times this year you'd be like I just need to finish this one in a studio, in like a real studio. And you would say that so much. And you, the amount of times that you said that was begin to grow more space in between those times. Yeah. And then it, it's just hard on my end because I would always be like, no. And you always think that the leader in my decision making is finances, which is very true. <laughs> yeah. um, so it always felt like a no because we don't have the money for it, whatever, or right. that's not a good use of our money. Right. And I think it was always like you felt maybe pressure from me to figure out how to do it yourself because it would save us money. Yeah. But then you – so it was hard for me to be able to tell you, no, like this is what's happening. You don't feel like you're enough in this area, but I believe in you so much that I know that you are enough. Yeah. But like it's hard to convince you of that. And, and I love you for that. In the moment, though, it feels like I'm drowning 
and going and finishing it in the studio is like a life raft. And you love a life raft. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you love a date on the books. I love to work I, on music. I love looking you love forward to stuff. Yes, you love, love the it. structured time of I'm going to be working on my dream at this date in this city. Yes, and you I think a that. legitimate life change has been I'm going to work on my dream every day in my own home. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, and it's it's hard because every job has a part to it you don't like. And even if you have the dream job, you're like, oh, wow, I have to file papers on the moon or whatever. <laughs> like it, <laughs> in, my, in my memory, in my head, I was an astronaut. Um, right. But at the time, engineering, like dialing in compressors and like, you know, monkeying with all the like the preamps and stuff, I would just get so overwhelmed with it because that's not how my brain typically works. But I took a I took a job at this company mm -hmm. and it's, I'm working with engineers mm -hmm. and it has been so amazing watching these brilliant dudes go, Oh, you know what we need? We need such and such. And then they will build such and such. Yeah. And like, I'm building, uh, like, you know, cause you know, we've gone so long without shows. Like we had to just like rethink our lives. Yeah. And it was so cool. Like I'm building a plasma table and I'm like, I don't think I could have done this six months ago. No. Like, I don't think I could have done all this stuff. And engineering now, like, I feel like I have that part of, and it's funny saying this out loud. I just realized why it's all coming into place is because I'm finally using this part of my brain in other situations. And I'm just like more like agile in this arena now. That is very interesting. Yeah. I yeah. hadn't made that connection. Either. I hadn't either because before you know, when we're in the studio and there's an engineer and there's a producer, all I got to do is like play the song that I wrote. Yeah. But now I'm like playing the song I wrote into microphones that I set up and dialed in and I push the red button. Yeah. Like all that's happening in this room that is also a guest bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like a whole life change in so yeah. many different ways. So I legitimately think our next record, like at least 80% of it is going to be made in this room. I do too. Yeah. And it's all because like, this year, it's like, why not? You have nothing else going on. Yep. That to me is the theme of this year of like, hey, you don't, ha and you've always been a big proponent of, hey, work on it. You don't have to release it. But I need to know that if I, if I do a good enough job, I get to release it. I was going to say that idea stresses you out so bad. Yeah. Releasing it is the reward. Whoa. Not for me. Yeah, but that's cool that it is for you. Yeah, like for me, it's like, hey, everybody, I did it. Here's my gold medal. I just wanted to show it to you. Hmm. Like that's what – because like to me, that's the finish line. You yeah. know, Pixar, they say that none of their movies are ever finished. They just have a release date. So you see the progress of them on that date. Yeah. And for me, I live by that also. And if I just have it sitting in logic in a bunch of files, I don't feel like I finished it. Yeah. So I need to release it to say, hey, here's my progress right now. Yeah. And it was giving myself the permission to be like, hey, even if you're really bad at this for five years before it even sounds remotely good, yeah. give yourself permission to experience this. Why not? You have nothing but time. Yeah. So that's been a really fun change to this year that I think will carry on for years to come. 100%. Yeah. I think this is like a genuine life change that was a gift from being locked in our apartment in this way. Totally. Yeah. What that was a very long tangent I just took. What's another no, one I'm for glad. you? I know I'm trying to think of like what 
happened for me this year? Like, what looks different for me this year? And not a ton. I think you've finally gotten to, like, do self-care in a way that you've always longed for. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the stuff that you've talked about on the podcast, uh, you know, your health stuff, your mental health stuff is what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. Man, we've, like... It's stuff that you've always put on the back burner. Yeah. Because it's it's easy to not deal with it if you're in the car on your way to Austin or whatever. Right, yeah. And this year, you're locked in a room with yourself, with your decisions, with your life, and you're like, I need to deal with this now. And I think that's a lot of what this year's been for you, because you've cried a lot this year mm-hmm. in a very healthy way. Like, I think you've grieved a lot this year, things that have just been sitting on the shelf, and you're like, I'm ready to take this down and deal with this now. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, man, this podcast this year, I feel like has been a, a real step into my health journey. Yeah. My emotional health journey. Can and visit phys- like man, can I make dental? A, can I make a physical? A guess at something? Can I just a wild stab in the dark? Yeah. I mentioned you having your own health podcast and that's like what you're thinking about right now. Mm, no. No? Wow, okay. I thought that you, you like, per- I, I did. I was very surprised that you said it though. Cause I don't think I'd ever have my own podcast. Wait, why not? Because I'm not like a health expert. Who wants an expert? <laughs> we <laughs> don't believe experts. Do you want the last of the tea? Yes. Okay. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to meet me halfway. Boring it. I think that, I think that. Like you could have had some. No, I mean, I had, I had two cups. Okay, good. Oh, you- oh. I stepped way down on my coffee. That's a big thing for this year. Me too. Yeah. Whenever I got my lab work done, you and I both were like, "Uh uh-oh. I remember someone reached out on Instagram and they were like, how many cups do you have today? And I said, I'm down to four. And the person like just sent like dot, 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 (laughs) like just an ellipsis to give. And I- When did someone ask you that? uh, Our boy Shane Rice in Mobile, Alabama uh, messaged me that, but- Whenever I posted that I'm like trying to drink more tea and I, if maybe this is the thing I'm into this week, but Rishi tea is the only tea that I like enough to go. I don't miss coffee all that much. It's very fancy. Can I just say really quick, their packaging is beautiful. I think, and I I wish I was not this way, but I think that's part of it. They have tissue paper with their design on it, and that is such a great design. Yeah, but if I get- It reminds me of our friend Anna Kate, and I sent her a picture of the tissue paper because she's the- uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Brand consultant. Brand consultant. Um, person that we had on the podcast this year. Yeah. Or I guess maybe last year. Uh, and I sent her a picture of the tissue paper because I was like, this made me think of you. This is like so beautiful. Yeah. Cause I can't be drinking tea that has like cartoon bears on it. Like it just, I'm like, sure. Yeah. None of my coffee has car- cartoon bears. It's like the cool stuff. But like, you know, whenever I buy a whiskey, like you gave me whiskey for Christmas and you were like, I got this one because I like the way it looked. Like, I think that that's something. I think that that's, we like those it's things. something, I know. And I like Rishi's branding. And and more than that, it is like their chai tea is delicious. Do you want to know a place in the world that branding doesn't matter to me? Yes. DeKalb Farmer's Market. Mm, and we're going there this week and you're just like so excited. I love the DeKalb Farmer's Market. It's this. If uh, you're in Atlanta... Yeah, it's this market in Atlanta, and I think it's what heaven is going to look like. That was my first thought whenever I walked in. I was, like, overwhelmed by it because 
it was every nationality represented that I can imagine. Or it felt like it, yeah. It felt like it. Like people from all over the world. I don't know how they all came in that one place. I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't know the location or anything. Yeah. But like people, like as you're walking down the spice aisle, everyone's speaking different languages. It's so cool. And you're just like, I am immersed in every culture that could exist. And this is what paradise looks like to me. I love it so much. Yeah. It reminds me of New York too. Yeah, and then you go to like the the fish aisle or whatever, and it's like so beautiful, and it's like all these like live fish, and it's just really. Oh, they just have the best stuff. The best stuff. I my constant go to is I restock on spices there because they're so affordable, and I, the thing that we're in need of right now is I get our coarse sea salt from them. You love you can it. Get a three pound bag for three dollars. You love it. That's stupid cheap. Yeah, and um. I always like it whenever I, we bring noodles because I get to wait in the car and like we get to like walk around and have like time or oh, whatever. Oh no, you're not going to... Um, we're not leaving noodles in the car? Get to go with me because... But remember, we wanted to pick out fish together. Well, I mean... Can the, we trade spots and you go in and pick out fish? I love that. That seems like a good deal. Can we do that? Yeah, because like I just I just realized that. Um, no, it sounds like a great deal. Okay, we need to like get back to the podcast instead of family planning. Uh, <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Um, Yeah, I... I, you know, and I have a hard time with this of like looking back and being like, oh, everyone accomplished all these things in 2020. And like, I didn't tangibly accomplish anything, but get lab work done. But that was like a, I had health goals for 2020 and I achieved all of them. And that's, I mean, what better thing to achieve? I know, but it's still like, I'm just like, what did I, I mean, I got a little bit better at piano. I started practicing violin again. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, For some reason, I feel like you just took a uh, path down to being mean to yourself again. I know. That's why I know I'm being mean to myself today is because I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. And there's like, that is not what we're doing right now. I developed my own personal style. Hello. Thank you. Jumpsuits. You love it. Overalls, haircut. I feel like I really found like my staple wardrobe. Okay. That's important to me. I think so too. I want to, you need to tell me three of your favorite memories of 2020 and I get to start. I'll give you my first three because oh I know gosh. you need a minute. Thank you. The day you got your hair cut <gasps> for me. That's one of your favorite memories? It's one of my favorite memories. That's really sweet. Because you told me once, I just wish someone would dress me. It was before a show and you didn't you like didn't feel pretty and you didn't like the way you were dressed and you were like, I just wish someone would dress me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, you have great style. Like, what are you talking about? And you're like, I just don't feel it. And the day you got your hair cut on the mm-hmm. back por- on our back porch, because it was like a porch cut, like uh-huh. whatever those started happening, uh-huh. you came in and you were like, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I love nothing. Like... The, there's nothing that yeah. fills me up more mm-hmm. than seeing you genuinely happy. And you were so genuinely happy. And it was just, I was like over the moon to the point where I was like, I wasn't even like inventorying how much I liked your haircut. All I could think about was look how happy she looks. That's really sweet. And I just, I love that. My second favorite memory Mm -hmm. uh, would be watching Dermot Kennedy, his live stream. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I had a really great time with that. And then my third would be... uh, converting this into a studio those would be my those would be my three favorite uh memories that's sweet i um, and you were in all of them good that's good yeah yeah i um one of mine is watching the sylvanesso live stream yeah that was great with or no it wasn't a live stream it was a it was a documentary premiere 
that was a YouTube premiere, but live. That yeah, was it like, was called With, that with was their like band. unexpected and very fun. Yeah. Um, it's not one specific memory, but collectively in the chillier days, whenever we've started grilling on Sunday nights to like, and like we like, I stand outside, we have like whiskey sours and then we grill together. Yeah. I make sides. You do the, it's just like fun. It's just really fun. It's like, it's a slow process. We talked yesterday about how I just have like such a hard time resting and you were just like, your rest just looks different than mine. And I'm like, it's because I don't rest. And you were like grilling. And I'm like. Did you really not know that? No. Hmm. Because it's an activity. Yeah. And yesterday I've got, I'm listening to Gregory Allen Isaacoff in my ears. I've got, you know, I've got a little bourbon. I've got some freaking uh, steak on the grill. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like watching noodles run down, run up and down the stairs. I'm like, this is heaven. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're doing it, you know. I have a hard time remembering everything. I think uh, the Joymonger tour. Oh my gosh! How did I not? I know that because I, I was just because that was at the beginning of pandemic. I know that's what I'm thinking. I was like, oh wait, we said all of 2020 because I'm thinking colder months. Um, Joymonger tour. Uh, another thing. This is also recent, but my students' recital was a really sweet memory. For Very me. sweet. I was really proud of them. Yeah, it was a good year, all things considered. Yeah, I man, we had. Yeah, we had so much. What was the one night that you got you and I went out to dinner and had a really good time? When we went to Clocked, that was a great time. That was really sweet because we were trying to go to the National, but we couldn't for some reason. Yeah, yeah, we just. I've, I feel like this year gave me a big because you know we, we've been touring. That's been our relationship. That's been a huge part of who we are as a couple. Yeah, our whole relationship has been that. Our whole relationship has been that, and I've not—I've never lived in fear of this. But it's nice to know that's not who we have to be to be in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've like never we can ha- just be normal. Yeah, like and live a regular normal at home life and be okay. Yes, because our whole life has been touring musicians that fell in love playing music together. Yeah. And we've never gotten to live a normal life. And this year we've gotten to live as close to a normal life as we probably ever will again. Yeah. And it's really nice to know that every day I get to wake up really excited to be married to you and to, you know, have our dog and, you know, simple things like, oh, I get to grill today. Like, and I'm excited, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's just like life continues to be sweet. Yeah. And I I just think it's, uh, it's easy to forget that whenever so many things went off the path to what we had planned this year, you know? Yeah, no kidding. Okay, I love you. What's something you're super into this week? Um, I actually need to grab my phone to look up the name of it. Okay. Because I don't want to mess it up. Do you want me to go ahead? Do you mind? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I already mentioned the thing that I'm super into this week would be Rishi T. Uh, Their Marsala? Marsala? How do you say that? Masala Chai is the thing. Uh, We got it on Black Friday and it was like, 22 bucks, I think, for a pound of tea. Like, a pound of tea is, like, a comic. It looks like a big, giant gallon Ziploc bag of tea, but, like, dope-looking. That is a thing that I've gotten super into. We have this little, we call it the Tea Buddy, and you can fit uh, 24 ounces of tea in it. And it is, it gives you the ritual of making something in the morning and the reward of having something after you made it. So, like, when you make a pot of coffee, you get a pot of coffee, right? But the ritual is almost as important as the thing that you're making. 
And it's adorable. And it's adorable. And I think that that's great. Um, the other thing for uh, music-y nerds out there, uh, the I've gotten um, the Neumann KM184 is a small condenser microphone that I have. And uh, we recorded, I, I recorded a bunch of guitars this week. And uh, I'm just really happy. It's like I upgraded my gear on Black Friday because, you know, we we just kind of like had some money saved for like upgrading gear and stuff. It got a great deal on it. And, uh, our new guitars are going to sound very nice because of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I am trying to cut like sugar and like carbs. So this kind of goes against this, but I don't even care. I'm still allowing it on occasion. 80, 20. Am I right? Um, so me and my friends went to the Indy South, uh, Christmas market le- this past yeah. weekend and discovered a gym of a business in Athens. I don't know how new they are, but it looks like their Instagram has been going since November. So maybe they're super new. We met the woman, though. Um, it is a gluten-free, dairy-free baking company. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pinch uh, this woman that I talked to said that, you know, she went gluten-free, dairy-free like 12 years ago. It was really hard for her to like find some good stuff. She worked so hard on all these recipes and developed her own um, flour recipe for gluten, which is just awesome. Um, it's called, is it Oma's? Is that like, Om- like Oma and Opa? Like the oh, German know. version of, but Oma, O-M-A-S baking, Oma's baking. That's their Instagram handle. Um, whoa, they had anything that your dreams could imagine. Like I got a miniature like cherry pie. Yeah. And you had it. And it was amazing. It was so good. It was really good. Love them. Apparently if you live in Athens, they do free delivery. Yeah, this is most, yeah, I hate, I shouldn't have said that because they're actually mostly just an Athens company. I don't know that they ship anywhere else. Well, I mean, you can be into something super local. Yeah, super local. Um, geography has nothing to do with your interests. Yeah, I, man... I love a market, and yesterday's market was just so good. Next time Indy South has a market, I highly recommend going if you're in Athens. Yeah. Okay, girl. Uh, okay. I love you. Happy Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Feliz Happy Navidad. New Year. We hope you guys have a wonderful next couple of weeks. We'll see you in 2021. Yeah. What up, Patreon?